0: Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. I am Jason Kong. Thank you so much for joining us this morning alongside Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing today? Good morning, Jason. I'm doing better than I deserve. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Life is okay. Well, that's we love to hear that, Bill. We love to hear that things are going well, and you know, as we are deep here into November. Well,
1: you know, truthfully, even when things don't go our way, we have so many things to be thankful for. Um, it, you know, it, it might be that we're unhappy about the election. We might be unhappy about uh, the economy. We might be unhappy about I don't know. Uh, life at home or at work or you know job whatever, but the fact is, uh, no matter what, we still have so much to be thankful for. I guess I'm starting to get into my Thanksgiving mode here. <laughs> we still have a week and a half to go, but um, you know, uh, you know, so it's funny because folks. There's so many folks that get really excited about Halloween. I mean, and there were, I have to say, there were a lot of people who, and not just the kids, who were disappointed that Halloween was sort of uh, discouraged this year, uh, legitimately. In fact, uh, you, you, I don't know that it's related at all, but you know, the, the, the pandemic numbers Uh, significantly increased when, right after Halloween. So it's, um, you know, I hate to think that that uh, was a potential cause, but, you know, there were lots of parties, uh, those kinds of things. That And now we have the same situation coming up with Thanksgiving. You know, I know in my family we normally, um, uh, we host – uh My sister and her family and my brother and his family and and we get together, and there's generally about fifteen of us around the table and we just have a blast at thanksgiving uh, but no, we have cancelled it this year out of an abundance of caution because everybody, at least my siblings and I are all in that uh watch out category you <laughs> know. <laughs> Now, obviously, the the children and the nieces and nephews are not. Although we all have to be careful, and then we have some young, real youngsters as well. And so we just canceled, um, you know. And and all of us, um, you know, it, it's kind of thing where while we don't want to do that, it's we need to do that. You know, we're in the the midst, middle of a spike um in cases and in deaths and in hospitalizations, and we're, we've just got to continue to be vigilant. That's all there is to it. so uh, but even with all of the negativity and the and, and the the uh, uh, things, and we're oh golly day, we're so tired of being vigilant, but we just have to keep doing it. you know, there's a lot of, promise that's come out today with, uh, you know, with the potential vaccine that may be available uh, early next year, uh, even earlier to some, you know, to the uh, first responders and the like, maybe at some point in December, we're hopeful for that. And wow, 90% efficacy, if that, uh, if, if it turns out to be the case, that's far better than what anybody was expecting. So, This is really, really good news for not just the United States but the world Um, because this is a worldwide pandemic. It's not just here. We just happen to be uh, in worse shape than a lot of places. But, um, we, you know, at least that's good. We have a lot to be thankful for. Let's put it that way. So let's get our Thanksgiving caps on at least and get prepared for that, uh, even if we have to to celebrate in a a much different way than than what we would like to. Okay. So with that being said, I I want to move into some financial issues that I think – that you know, and and of course, estate planning, asset protection, the things I talk about uh, all the time uh, relate to uh, finances and what we do with our money and and how we uh, uh, deal with it. Uh, and so, financial planning, for the most part, is helping your money grow. Uh, and estate planning is how do you Protect your legacy, uh, and how do you give it away effectively, uh, or how do you t- take care of it during your lifetime so you don't run out of money and things like that? So, and obviously, there's a crossroads between financial planning and estate planning where they both matter to each other. <laughs> so, that's uh, really important, and of course. Uh, uh, well, I'll just put that. If you enjoy paying taxes, raise your hand. Okay. Hmm. Don't see any. Not a hands <laughs> up right now. <laughs> well, you know, it's the kind of thing where uh, I I haven't met anyone who does not want to pay the least amount of tax that they can pay. Now, I'm sort of strange in my own way because I don't truly hate paying tax. I know it's necessary, um, but I don't want to pay any more than I absolutely have to pay. I want to pay my fair share. I want to pay what I owe, what's legally required of me. But if I can reduce legally and properly what I pay, i want to do that and now there's some folks that don't want to pay any tax at all no matter what i i get that but uh, you know that it's our civic duty <laughs> to contribute something because the fact is that uh, government whether we like it or not is a necessary function of society and we have to contribute to it um, so with that said um i will ask the question in a different way And that is, uh, do you believe uh, that your taxes are going up? There you go. Raise your hand if you think your taxes are going up. I'll raise my hand. Okay. Well, all right. So there's a smattering of hands being raised out there. And, you know, there there might be some folks out there who think – uh, well, if we have a divided Congress, then taxes are not going up. Uh, and there is still a possibility at this at this point uh, that there will be a divided Congress. we We really will not know the answer to that. I mean, we know who the President will be. We know that uh, that uh, president-elect Biden will be uh, President of the United States. Uh, We also know that the United States House of Representatives will still be under Democratic leadership, as it has been the last two years. Uh, But what we don't know at this point, and will not know until sometime after January the 5th of 2021, whether the United States Senate will be in the control of Democrats or Republicans. It's up in the air. Uh, And for those who don't know, that will be decided by the runoff elections in the state of Georgia. There are uh, two—it's an unusual time because you normally do not have both senators elected in the same year, but uh, because of unusual circumstances, that is exactly what is occurring in the state of Georgia, uh, and both Senate races are in runoffs, and so it's not until those races are determined— as to whether we will know uh, whether the uh, U- U- U.S. Senate goes one way or the other. In other words, will we have a House, you know, con- uh, divided Congress, or will we have um, where um, one party is controlled um, in all three levels of government, as it has been uh, for the last. Uh, was was four years ago when the Republicans controlled all three. So it'll be different. But to get back to the question, are taxes going up? If you did not raise your hand, if you're still out there hoping that your taxes are not going up uh, and you still believe that it, it, it matters whether – Uh, there is a divided Congress or not in terms of answering the question uh, appropriately, then I want you uh, to kick yourself. (laughs) Now, why do I say that? Well, it's because no matter what, uh, two two years ago, actually three years ago, implemented two years ago, When the Tax Act was actually passed by the Republican Congress, or by, you know, in other words, Republicans controlled everything, our taxes, uh, the tax reduction that people have enjoyed the last uh, couple years, when it was passed, it, uh, it was recognized at that point, that these tax reductions were not sustainable. Now, what do I mean by that? In, in other words, uh, Congress knew that when they passed these tax reductions, that it would increase the deficit, which increases the debt, and that they would have they they couldn't keep taxes low for very long. So, <laughs> in essence, that. The tax act that has, is already in the law has a tax increase already built in, okay? So in essence, all the tax reductions that went into place a couple years ago will be back <laughs> so that the tax laws will be back. Now, that was enacted so that the taxes go back up, in five more years. In other words, January 1, 2026. And what we have to understand is the fact that this unsustainable tax reduction was passed um, before the pandemic, before it was, you know, know, there was no uh, sense that that would happen. Now, I'm going to put on my... um, Uh, uh, My skeptical hat uh, as it relates to politics. And frankly, and this doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you know, I try to be very, very bipartisan in my thinking and in what I do. But the, the fact is that if you get right down to it, why was the tax reduction done when they knew that it was not sustainable? Well, guess what? They gave everybody a tax break when, when the campaigns started. Okay, because <laughs> you know we've been through this garbage for the last two years. But guess what? Did it stimulate the economy? Yes, it did, and and so we've enjoyed uh, economic growth. But uh, for the last two years, but you have to r- recognize that we've been living through a false economy and particularly this past year because of what? Because of all of the spending resulting from the pandemic. And more than likely, we're going to see the same thing next year in 2021. So the question about taxes being increased, we already know that's in the law. So the only real question is, will it change sooner than 2026 and the answer is probably yes it's the only responsible thing to do quite frankly unless you want the deficit to go to 3 trillion and our debt to go to 30 trillion and the interest on the debt to be closer to 10% rather than 7% and when you when you understand those numbers it really gets scary because 7% is it is almost half of what we spend all of our money on national defense, and that's a great big number. <laughs> so, so what I'm getting at is that's got to get under control. So, all right, is are, are taxes going up? Yes. Um, no question about it. And so there are certain things that we need – to consider uh, depending on where we are. And of course, this is a very unique, personalized kind of thing where folks do need to talk to their financial planners and their estate planners right now, depending on their circumstances, because there are some opportunities that so many folks procrastinate and miss on where in this time, it's so important to get in front of it. So I I realize. So, some of the things I want to talk about are uh, whether to take IRA distributions this year, whether to use IRA conversions from traditional IRAs to Roth IRAs, very important issues, and uh, whether to do some other planning this year, uh, depending on circumstances, before the end of the year.
0: Wonderful. We will get to that, and it is. Getting close to the end of the year, as we discussed uh, on a show a few weeks back, that it's it's the beginning of the end of the year. So if you have planning that you need to get done, get a hold of Bill. If you want to set up an estate plan for yourself or maybe you want to set up your own asset protection plan, schedule an appointment to see Bill. Go online to wga Law.com. That's the way to do it, law. There you can also register for Bill's seminars as well and find out all the information about W.G. Alexander & Associates, wgalaw.com, or call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. A quick break and back with more. You are listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Asset Protection today with Attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about him online at wga-law.com. lawcom Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander, and we're talking about some tax planning here. And Bill, uh, you know, we're approaching the end of the year, and there's considerations that we need to make where. Uh, you know, there's there's pros and cons to making some financial decisions now as opposed to waiting until 2021.
1: Uh, no, no question about it. Uh, and w- one of uh, the considerations is whether to take IRA distributions. And uh, for those uh, folks who uh, are older and have minimum required distributions, and of course that law has changed as well, Uh, The old law being uh, that folks have to take minimum required distributions from their retirement accounts when they reached 70 and a half. The new law, and there there are some folks that are trapped in the old law, but uh, the new law is that you don't have to take minimum required distributions until you're 72. Uh, If you're in that 70-ish, 71 age group, you really need to talk to your financial planner to see uh, if a distribution might be required next year. And I, I say next year because no one under the CARES Act has to take a, uh, a, a distribution this year. In other words, there's no minimum required distribution this year. Now, some people might say, hooray, we don't have to take a distribution. But now what I'm going to tell you uh, is to, you know, stop your celebrating because the truth is you should take your distribution this year even if you don't have to. (laughs) And you may say, why should we do that? You know, our financial advisor isn't telling us to do that. Well, guess what? Your financial advisor tends to make money off of how much is under management. So there's more under management if you don't take distributions. But guess what? If you're a person who does not like to pay income tax, sometimes it's better to pay income tax now rather than paying more income tax next year. Now, why do I say that? The reason I would say for most people, taking your distribution this year is a smart thing to do is because if you don't take it this year, you have to take it next year. And what that means is you have to take the 2020 distribution and the 2021 distribution In 2021, so you have you have to double up, is what I'm saying. And if you have to double up, then there is a good chance that you will guess what you you will end up in a higher tax bracket because you will have far more income. Now, the other thing that it does or can do, particularly for seniors, uh, is it can it can push you into a higher bracket for uh, Medicare premiums called IRMAs. No, most people have no clue what an IRMA is, and I don't like IRMA at all. But what it, what it means is if, you're, if your income is at a certain level, um, then you have to pay more for your Medicare premium. Most people are paying around $140 a month out of their Social Security check. Well, you know, if, um, if your income goes to a certain level, and of course your IRA distribution can push you to that level, uh, then you could pay 140% for your Medicare premium or more. I mean, up to about 400%. <laughs> so you don't like that one at all. Uh, So in essence, if you can keep your income lower uh, every year as opposed to being much lower this year and much higher next year, then that is better tax planning, in my opinion, for most people. So uh, take your distributions. Now, um, what about charitable contributions? It surprises me Uh, How many people don't realize that you can actually uh, uh, make your tithes to the church or your contribution to the church or other charitable giving, you can actually make that contribution directly from your retirement account. And if you do that, which is strongly (laughs) advised— Uh, particularly when you have a minimum required distribution, um, uh, then what goes to the church or synagogue or charity uh, is um, not taxed to uh, your charitable organization. And you don't have to pay the income tax on in that income that's not received. Now, you'll get a 1099 for it, but it will be coded as non-taxable uh, income so that you get credit for having taken your distribution, but you don't have to pay income tax on it. Now, that, frankly, is far better than taking the distribution and making the charitable contribution. And unfortunately for most citizens, because there are very few folks who itemize their taxes anymore. You know, uh, almost all of us are taking standard deductions, and you know what's not in the standard deduction. In other words, you cannot take—you have to itemize in order to take a charitable deduction. So if you use the standard deduction, what you give to charity does not give you one nickel of a tax break. So if But if you give to charity through your retirement account, then that's a huge tax break for you, and we should be taking advantage of that. Now, there's one little exception in the law this year, and this year only, under the CARES Act, and that is even if you take the standard deduction, you can take a charitable deduction for up to, get this, Drum roll, three hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, so uh, in essence, uh, but at least you get a deduction for three hundred dollars above the line, even if you take the standard deduction. And this is a one-year deal. Next year, it won't be back. I don't unless they reenact some of these things under the CARES Act. Um, so you have to itemize. So the only way to really get a tax uh, reduction uh, is to give to charity through a direct distribution from your retirement account. And when I say direct, it means it goes from your custodian directly to your church or synagogue or charity. It, you know That's the only way to do it. If you receive it, if you touch it, then it's a distribution to you no matter where it goes after that. And then a couple other little things as it relates to big-time donors is that the maximum that you can give from um, your retirement account to charity uh, and not have to pay tax on it is $100,000 per year. So now most of us aren't that generous. But for those who are, you can actually give up to $100,000 and and not have to report that income. So that's um, pretty nice to know, at least. So most of us have all the room in the world to give directly from our our retirement account to our church or synagogue or to other charities.
0: It's a wonderful opportunity to have. And as Bill said, if you can take advantage of that tax advantage, by all means be sure to do so. If you want to get a hold of Bill, maybe you have some more questions for him and want to schedule an appointment to see him, go to WGA WGALaw.com. WGA that's Bill's website where you can schedule an appointment to speak with him and you can also register for the December webinars. Go to WGA Law dot com or call nine one nine we're taking a quick break, but we will be back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about him online at wgalaw.com. WGA Law. Com. I am Jason Kong. He is Bill Alexander, and we thank you for joining us today as we're having a conversation in relation to taxes right now, Bill. And we were just discussing charitable contributions and how uh, doing a, a distribution through your IRA or your retirement account can lead to some tax savings. Uh, right. And and I'll, uh, a couple other
1: things uh, this year that are special uh, it, uh, for those who are big donors, those those uh, who actually do itemize and take uh, fairly large charitable, dis- you know contributions, uh, the law has changed for this years under the CARES Act. And you can uh, actually, uh, the normal rule is that you cannot take a deduction for more than sixty percent. Of your adjusted gross income Uh, and this year you can actually take an itemized deduction for up to 100% of your adjusted uh, gross income so that is um, obviously in other words you can give you can get a bigger deduction if you if you contribute in that neighborhood (laughs) of uh, gifts so uh, and obviously, because of the standard deduction and how it works, uh, they're, um, the, the only folks who itemize uh, at this point are those who are uh, in a, a much higher bracket than most of us. Uh, so, uh, But that is an opportunity for those fam- families that are uh, contributing to foundations or to their... Um, Uh, to their alma mater in a big way or something along those lines. So it's just something that's important for folks to remember because that's a a fairly significant opportunity for those families. Now, let's move on because I want to get to Roth conversions. And um, certainly um, one of the factors involved is, um, uh, you know, what is a taxable estate you know, all of us are accustomed to income tax. We all suffer that. But there are very few families uh, that have to worry about paying estate tax. Uh, now, for the, for the last couple years, the estate and gift tax exemption has been extremely high to where virtually um, uh, hardly any families have to worry about paying estate tax or gift tax. And and the same is true for those families who have purchased fairly large life insurance policies because the estate tax exemption has been so high, families have not had to worry about estate tax. Now, so the first question is, what does it mean to have a taxable estate? Now, this is really important because the definition is changing, and and it's not because – I mean, this is already written into the law. So right now, the exemption for estate and gift tax is $11.58 million per person. So a married couple has the ability to transfer no less than $23 million to their children and grandchildren with no tax at all. Now, obviously, most of us are not anywhere close to that league and don't have to worry about those kinds of dynamics at all. But here's here's the thing, and again, this doesn't matter whether who's in office, those kinds of things. It really comes – the law is already in place where these exemptions are coming down to five million dollars. Now, again, for most of us, that's way out of our league, but it, it really it, it makes a difference. So, if you are you, or if you're one of those unique families that uh, are that have the the um, the luck, if you will, or the skill to be in that neighborhood of money and property and net worth then you better be talking to your estate planning attorney uh, and your financial advisor right now before the end of the year because you have opportunities that will, frankly, go away soon. And it may go away as early as next year, like in terms of January 1, (laughs) 2021. But even if it doesn't go away in 2021, if you have life expectancy that exceeds five years, uh, which hopefully you do, then guess what? You have to deal with it anyway, because here again, the estate uh, and gift tax exemptions are coming down. So the the bottom line is, is that there are an awful lot of folks who don't have any worries in the world as it relates to estate and gift tax today. But next year, they very well may have a significant problem. So if you've been sitting back and procrastinating and you're in that uh, situation, then you better take note and and start seeing your professional advisors. Now if you want to come to us, we certainly do this kind of planning for our clients, but uh, and we do a good job, but at the same time, it's the kind of thing is we can – Talk about it, but we can't make you drink it until you (laughs) – so you better start thinking about it. Now, what about uh, taking distributions from your regular IRA, taking more than what you're required? Well, if you're in one of those families with a taxable estate – One concept that's really important, and this is true for for lots of other folks for other reasons, but for anybody in a taxable estate, converting to a Roth uh, is a Uh, no-brainer because, in essence, you're paying the income tax in advance and then putting it into the sweetest opportunity that ever existed – And that is an account that after you've paid the tax, it grows income tax-free, and it's distributed to your spouse or children income tax-free whenever it's distributed. Well, you can't get better than that. Uh, However, it's painful because you do have to pay the income tax to get there, okay? (laughs) And you can't forget that you have to pay the income tax to get there. But guess what? I, and I've, I've had a, 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 a several clients actually in this same boat where um, uh, bec- they needed to liquidate their IRA to distribute it, no matter whether they pushed it into an IRA or gave it to charity or whatever, so that they could get the income tax uh, payment. Out of their estate. Yes, it lowered their overall value of the estate because the estate tax people do not give you any credit at your death for the fact that you owe income tax on your IRA. In other words, make it. Let's make it simple. You have a one million dollar IRA, and uh, so if you die with that. 1 million IRA, you have a million dollars that's added to your estate, and then if, you, if it's a taxable estate, you pay 40% of that. So out of that million dollars that's over the exemption, uh, that's all in your IRA, you will pay in essence $400,000 for a state tax. And then guess what you get to pay? You also get if you're paying the income tax out of that same money. Now you only have six hundred thousand dollars left, but you have to pay income tax on that same million dollars. So for most people, uh, when you have that much income tax, you're paying anywhere from twenty-five to forty-five percent in terms of total income tax. So in essence, that million dollars is actually only worth somewhere in the neighborhood of two hundred to $300,000 after it's gone through all this tax. So paying the tax in advance would save you from that 40% on the million dollars, or in essence, that would save you $400,000. Now, those are simple terms, but That's a pretty big tax savings for prepaying the tax. So in essence, if you're older, in other words, your life expectancy is shorter than you would like it to be, and you have a large uh, retirement account, paying the tax now, whether you convert it to an IRA or not, is, for a lot of folks, a no-brainer. Now. You you have to understand you have the ability to convert 100 percent. There's no limitation on a conversion in terms of the amount. How much you can contribute to a Roth IRA is very limited, but a conversion is unlimited. So if you have a million-dollar traditional IRA and you want to convert it to a Roth IRA, if you're willing to pay the income tax, then – uh, guess what? You can convert every penny of it to a Roth IRA.
0: That's something that we all need to know, and you need to know if that situation can benefit you, and that's why you should get a hold of Bill. Schedule an appointment to speak with him. Go to WGALaw.com or call 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000 or online at WGALaw.com. Com. A quick break and back. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Stick around. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Find more about him online at WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com there you can also register for bill's seminars slash webinars you can find all that information by clicking on the seminars button at wgalaw.com bill has two seminars one dealing with long-term care assistance and uh medicaid and also with VA benefits as well. And the second seminar has to do with asset protection and trust planning. And these are free to attend, free to attend, free to register, wgalaw.com. Just click on the seminars button. The next set of seminars is coming up on Wednesday, December 9th, but go ahead and sign up now so you don't forget, don't put it off because you'll have to wait a whole nother month to do so if you don't register before December 9th. We do this the second Wednesday of every month. Wgalaw.com. Just click on the seminars button. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander and we're having a discussion about roth conversions bill
1: there are a lot of folks sitting out there who are sitting there and say ah i'm not anywhere close to having a taxable estate i don't have to listen to this stuff but the fact is that roth conversions are important tools for folks who don't have taxable estates because all of us want to pay less in tax and get good uh, tax saving strategies in place and so uh, here's, here's the thing. You're doing well. You, you don't anticipate ever to have a taxable estate. That's, that's for a different league, and you're not in that league, and that's perfectly fine. You and I are t- together on that. Um, but we have a fairly substantial retirement account, and we've thought about Raws. People have talked to us about it. But h- here's the thing. if our If the status quo... Was going to stay the same. You're in and you're out, and we could do our run our numbers based on status quo being where it is, knowing that nothing will ever change. Which of course is silly, uh, but that's the presumption. Then, uh, if you run the numbers for most people, it makes little difference as to whether you keep your money in a traditional IRA and pay your tax when it's distributed, or converting it now and paying the tax now and not having to pay any tax on the growth or the distributions later. But we don't live in a status quo world. We have, we live in an ever-changing world and guess what? We've been talking about this morning. Taxes are going up, not down. We've been we're in the lowest tax situation we've ever been and we know that taxes are going up no matter what. And if you're in a higher income tax bracket than the majority of folks, then you're at an even greater risk because that's where public policy is going, and that is increased taxes at those highest tax brackets. So the point is, is that right now you have the lowest tax rate that you're ever going to have, right? So if you have a traditional IRA – it might make sense for you to convert a substantial portion or all of it, pay the tax now, and then have a tax-free, um, wonderful, better than <laughs> uh, you know, better than, than pecan pie uh, in terms of uh, a, an account that grows tax-free and pays out tax-free either to you, your spouse, or to your children or grandchildren, whoever inherits it. Uh, If you don't spend it during your lifetime. So what I'm getting at is you you're guaranteed the lowest tax rates this year. They may or may not change next year. They will change in a few years down the road, no matter what. And so I'm always one who likes guarantees of over speculation. And so for a lot of folks, uh, getting on the ball, stop procrastinating, run the numbers, talk to your financial advisors, talk to your estate planning attorneys about should you take advantage of this opportunity before year end. And this is just one. There are other strategies that, that families need to be looking at. But these, uh, for a lot of folks, are no-brainer type strategies. But if you just sit back and think, Yeah, don't need to worry about it, then you or your family, somebody's going to pay a whole lot more in tax. And, you know, I've never met somebody who enjoys paying more tax than less tax.
0: As we've said, you know, procrastination can keep us from so many things. So if you, this is something that you're putting off, don't wait. Go ahead and get started. Find someone who can help you out. If you want to get a hold of Bill, you can go to WGALaw.com. There you can schedule an appointment to speak with him, or you can call 919-256-7000, 919 two five six seven thousand and if if bill is saying a strategy is as good as pecan pie then you know it's good (laughs) because around these parts bill is known for making a fabulous pecan pie we have to take a quick break but we'll be right back you're listening to asset protection today with attorney bill alexander stick around This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're uh, just about out of time here, but Bill, you have a parting shot for us? Sure. Just
1: remember that there is no free lunch. You can either pay less tax now or more tax later, depending on whether you procrastinate or not. So... It's like the old Midas commercial, pay me now or pay me later.
0: Uncle Sam's always going to get his share uh, no matter what. So as you you're exactly right, Bill, there is no free lunch. If you want to schedule an appointment to speak with Bill, go to wga law That's also where you can register for the next set of seminars happening on Wednesday, December 9th. Just click on the seminars button at WGALaw.com. It's free to register, free to attend. These are two seminars dealing with long-term care assistance and Medicaid VA benefits, and also uh, another seminar dealing with asset protection and trust planning, some of the concepts that we've been discussing today. WGALaw.com. Just click on the Seminars button or call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. Out of time for today, but we hope you will join us again next weekend. Thank you so much for listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Have a great weekend.